world full of mundane podcasts. One show rises from the ashes. Critics are calling it outrageous. Podcasts as we know it will never be the same again. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Welcome to the show tonight. Prepare for an epic journey where every step could be your last. The destination, a place where no maps can show. The mission, to rise above the rest. The danger, unimaginable. The reward, a shit ton of weed and laughs. It's going to blow your mind. This is Two Feet Bloods. So sit back, turn up the volume, grab your weed, get ready to light those bloods. course america's largest only cannabis podcast network it is pod con x tonight we are powered by say trees and rexy beds is powering tonight's smoke sesh with a little bit of uh, what we got here pure michigan baby some pure michigan going down so if you're ready for that shit we smoking the fuck out tonight we got special guests lined up and I'm telling y'all, this show's gonna be dope right now. Kick it off the top of the hour. We got the woman behind the Sugar Leaf Boutique. Kristen joining us. And we're gonna be talking Eddie Can happening this weekend, of course. All things Eddie Can tonight. Uh, the store events happening. She's got a couple announcements. It's gonna be dope. And then, of course, coming up after that, the co founder of Eddie Can. Mark Shepard joining us right here live around 620. It's going to be going now. We're going to be talking the entire weekend of events, taking your questions, taking your calls. If you're trying to be down there, what you need to know, what you can bring in, if you can smoke. It's all going to be covered right here tonight on 2B Blood. So you already know the deal that's going down. Plus, I got to talk about debauchery here in Connecticut, a travesty. Uh, uh, it's bullshit. What is it? Bullshit. I'm going to read more about this. They put a big display in like the Connecticut Historical Society Museum and Library listing a bunch of musicians from Connecticut who made the list. We're going to find out. So don't go anywhere. I already see the chat is popping off. Scoop heads in the building. Donna Taylor in the building. Chef Goof in the building. I already see it's going down. He says I'm getting slim peasy. Slim peasy. <laughs> to be blunt, baby, you already know. Yes, I am solo tonight. Chef Goof is off handling some business. You already know the man is a hustler. So he ain't here this week. He will be back on uh, June, the first week of June. First week of June, he'll be back in studio, and we're going to be having on the man behind. We had this big conversation on the last show. I'm just, you must have. If you tune in, you know about the conversation we had about the, the porn podcast called the, per, the Turned On Podcast. If you missed the conversation, go back. Go back. 
Listen to the latest episode on Spotify or whatever your preferred uh, podcast platform is of choice because I hit them up and they're going to be live on the show here. And, and, and of course, Chef Goop couldn't miss that. I mean, it was his, his find, so it's going to be happening. Uh, it's the first week of June. And he says, yes, sir, dream come true. I love that. And, you know, I just want to bring it back, y'all, at the top of the, of the, of the chat here, my man Scoopheads popped in scoop heads who, who who let me give you guys a little rundown because my man hit me up there's a little story behind this uh he has a company where they make they make weed scoops weed, and i had never i never even realized that weed scoops was a real fucking thing so uh my man decided that he was gonna hit me up and he's like yo he's like i make these weed scoops i'm gonna make you some and send them out to you and it happens it just so happens they showed up today so let me just bust out. I got the package right here. I haven't even opened yet. Fresh out. Uh, and, and he said he made these scoops for me. So I'm, I'm dying to check these out here. I want to see what this looks like here. All right. It's got a, got a little package here. If I'm going to be able to open this, God knows. Oh, wait. We got it. We got it. We got it. All right. All right. There's, there's a lot, a lot, lot of bubble wrap. A lot of bubble wrap. Oh, shit. Look at these things, yo. What? 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 Look at this. It's a little. Oh, you can't see it. It's, it's, it's a 2B blunt. 2B blunt little. I guess that's a scoop. You just scoop your weed out of your grinder. Pop it right in. I got I got three of these custom 2B blunt. That's fucking dope, yo. 2B blunt weed scoops. My man sent me. So uh, this is sick. This is sick. Uh, maybe we'll give one away at the end of the show. So stay tuned if you want to. A weed scoop from Scoop has custom to be blunt. It's fucking sick, man. I just want to say shout out, my man, uh, from the weed scoop. So make sure you check out Scoop Heads. Scoop Heads, yo, on Instagram. Check them out. You can get custom weed scoops. I didn't even know that was a real thing, so I'm going to have my man on the show. I got to ask him about where the fuck he came up with this idea about making weed scoops, yo. Like, what a what a weird, weird hobby to have to make scoops of weed. But now that I see them, it makes so much fucking sense. But first, I didn't get it. But now I'm like, holy shit. Like, this is fucking convenient. I wish I used these before I rolled the blunt because that actually would have been, you know, convenient. So, without further ado, speaking of, you already know what time it is. So, make sure you grab your weed. Grab your concentrate. Edibles, whatever it is you do to get to that next level. I got a King Palm loaded of that that pure Michigan, courtesy of Brexy Meds. I was gonna shut down the IG. I forgot my my Instagram still going. So I'm just, I'm just gonna let that shit. Wait a second, hold on. I feel bad now because this whole time I got the Instagram plugged in and they weren't even like plugged into the show. So now I feel like a real douchebag, yo. They got no sound on the IG. This whole time, this whole time I've had a running. They got no sound on the IG and not one person complained. Not one fucking person complained. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> oh God, let's just bust this shit back out. Fuck it. <laughs> All right, where was I? I was going to light a blunt. There we go. As I was. There it is. Okay. Join me and smoke it if you got it. Here we go. Look at this goof in Alaska. I think it's Alaska, right? That's what he said. He's going to Alaska to get a tattoo or some shit. Exactly it. I don't know who this Facebook user is, but listen up, bro. Go to face. Actually, go to StreamYard.com. That's StreamYard.com slash Facebook so I can see who the fuck you are. Because I have no clue. <coughs> no fucking clue. I'm having a bowl of my PFG that I grew myself. It's delicious, but hits hard. I don't know who you are. That's great. But I don't know who you are, bro. Or maybe not a bro. Listen, person, <coughs> go to the website. <coughs> I'm dying. Streamyard.com slash Facebook. It'll allow you to put your name up on there. Anyways, 
without further ado, if I may, let's get to our first order of business. <laughs> Freezing his balls off in Alaska. <laughs> Damn, Chef Goof. As I was, first order of business, first guest joining us tonight. From the Sugar Leaf Boutique here in Middletown. You've seen her all over Instagram and TikTok. Uh, holding it down as a social media marketer upon other things. I mean, you can everywhere. Everywhere right now. And also, former co-host. Interim co-host, as she says. Interim. I like that. <laughs> Kristen joining the, the show. What's up, Kristen? Hey, hey. You know, I just wanted to say one thing, right? Oh, God. I was watching, <laughs> I was watching a video of you. I forget where it was. I think you were on another show. Another, it was another podcast or something. And 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 and, and the, the way they said their last your last name was completely different from the way I spent <laughs> three fucking months announcing it as. So I need to know before we go any fucking further. <laughs> how do you pronounce the last name officially? Souza. And you motherfucker, you <laughs> let me go for three months with you sitting alongside here as a co-host calling you salsa? Like a fucking Cuban jabroni, like a Colombian, like there's a Scarface, you know, like what the fuck? <laughs> I was just mind blown. I've been waiting to ask you this because I don't even know what maybe just popped into my head, but like I was literally, it bothered the shit out of me. You never corrected me <laughs> once. <laughs> Not once. <laughs> You were close, and I didn't <laughs> Close? That's not close. Souza? Souza. I mean, literally, oh, not God. even close. It's like completely fucked up, the vowels in there. And I didn't feel like a total jackass. I don't know what I thought you were going to ask me, but I don't think that was it. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was a nickname you gave her. Let's go with that. It was a nickname. Yo. I was so embarrassed. So embarrassed. And well, no one would have known had you just not called yourself out on the whole thing. It was important to me to bring this up because let's be honest, all right? Like, it, you literally were calls for months. Months you were on the show. Every week I'm joined by Kristen Sousa. Hi, guys. Like, oh, by the way, that's not my name. And then I'd forget about it after the show. When we you would think maybe after like the first one, two, or three times, you'd be like, you know what, PZ, you, you got it wrong. You're wrong. You fucked up. I worked with this girl for three years. She called me Crystal. I never corrected her. And then I was. <laughs> so you're one of those people. It's not my fault. You just let it fly. You're just you're non-confrontational. Close. You just don't, you know. It's, it's uh, like a, a rough similarity with the syllables. <laughs> Listen, I mean, I, I do it all the time because people say my last name's got a G in it that's silent, like lasagna. So people say, and they always pronounce the G in my last name, and I never correct them. All right, now that we're saying this, I don't know if I know how to pronounce your last name. Well, we're not going to, that's not how we're going to discuss that. That's, <laughs> listen, like, that's not what we're talking we'll about We'll say, yeah, that's not what we're here for. Let's, let's get right to business here. We're, 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 we're falling off here. Uh, first off, I just want to say, you know, congratulations on the work you put in uh, behind the scenes trying to get this any can event happening going down. I know you were working alongside with uh, Beth Waterfall. My guy got the name right, right? I feel yes, like Waterfall I, could be. Yeah, Beth. It is Waterfall. All right. In yeah. my head, I kept saying TLC, TLC, TLC. <laughs> <laughs> I want to make sure I got it right, but then I was like, that's too easy. They can't be right. <laughs> that is it. That is it. So how'd you get She's involved great. with that? So I work for Beth Waterfall, and she is the director of programming for NECAN. Um, so I won't steal much of Mark's thunder there. I have been working for Beth for about 13 months now. So she does marketing and event planning for the regulated cannabis industry, um, primarily in Massachusetts, but not in totality. And so I kind of refer to myself as her sidekick or like the wizard behind the curtain. Um, so, you know, I do subcontracted work for her and kind of when she started, I mean, she's been working with Nikan for seven years, I think she told me, um, but it's expanding. Like this is the first year it's come out to Connecticut. And so I've been like a little bit of a, a sidekick to just helping with some of the 
behind the scenes stuff, you know, like putting together graphics and, and just kind of like, but she's very much the woman in charge. Um, but my role in Hartford, I will be there both days. I'm kind of like a stage wrangler, so to speak. I did that also in Boston with the high beautiful team. Um, so we kind of help the speakers get ready, get on the stage, kind of talk them off the ledge if they're nervous, make sure everything's good to go for those folks. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, that's no, cool she's great. I mean, Beth is fantastic. I mean, I mean, you've gotten to work on a couple different. Oops, I just broke that. A couple different events, like I said, you did the one in Boston. You were you were part of that, so that was pretty dope. And now you've been doing, you're working on this one, getting out there, killing it right now. It's gonna be a big week at weekend. Are you nervous? Yes, honestly, yes, a little <laughs> bit. Um, so uh, you know, um, one of the panels is uh, women in cannabis panel. It's women you know, a uh, women's health and cannabis panel. It's myself, Mallory O'Connor, Normal Moms Club, uh, Takesha Carter, who has Native Nubian Wellness, and also Uzma Zakir, who is um, the director of outreach at The Botanist. So it's us four women, and I am the moderator of that panel. I'm sure I'll be great. In fact, I'm positive I'll be great, but yes, I'm nervous. Um, and it's, you know, it's, it's a big event. I mean, like I said, my role is is really just helping folks get ready on the stage, but still. I get nervous about everything. I get nervous about these. <laughs> well, there's there's really no reason to be nervous. I mean, you've you put a lot of work in, you know, to get this thing going and putting putting all this stuff together. You were doing honesty. I think it's dope. And you're just yeah. you're grinding. And I love to see it. And not just there, you're grinding that. also in the store. That's why we want to also get you on here. You guys got a lot of stuff going on. You just did the uh the yoga. Yoga. Oh my god. Yes, the yoga, right? That was the last event. Yeah. All right, because I was thinking, wait, you also did the the succulent uh event too? So you've been doing all these awesome events at the at the store, and now you're going to be involved with a lot of stuff with the town of Middletown. So you have the arts festival that's going down. You guys are going to be part of. Tell me more about that. Yeah. So, um, so downtown Middletown is dope. We always have a ton of shit going on, it's true. especially when like the spring and summer starts kicking off. They do a lot of cool stuff downtown. So. The Middletown Arts Fest is a collaborative of small businesses in downtown and local artists that put on various events throughout the year. But what we do in the summer is called First Fridays. So it's the first Friday of each month. Okay. Uh, the first one is June 2nd. And it stretches from the north end to the south end of Main Street and kind of loops through the entirety of downtown. So oh, participating damn. business. Well, oh, it's so awesome. So, yeah, and it's like family friendly, you know, like the whole fam can come out, but the bars will have specials if you kind of want to make it like a little more whatever. Um, there's, you know, it's outside, <laughs> so it's consumption friendly because you're outdoors. Um, there you but go. each business will have, uh, you know, a various artist. Like sometimes it's an acoustic artist and that's how, where, how I participate. So it's Cinder and Salt that kind of runs the whole thing and that business will loop in other small businesses like myself and we host an artist um whether that's someone that wants to paint do like graffiti like just show off your shit you know um musician even photography if you want to display it and just kind of talk to people so i always say there's no the city doesn't pay them they don't pay the city so they don't have to get a special event permit or anything to participate and you have a relatively large captive audience because it's everyone wandering around downtown um, so I do that and I had put something up in a graphic. A few folks have reached out, but if the first Friday of any month, June, July, August, September is something that you're available for and you'd like to show off, you know, painting, photography, anything, any type of art is fair game. Um, so hit me up on you know my socials or email. I'm happy to talk to you and host that. I think that's a big part of what makes the community so cool is just local artists. The local artists, the community. That all ties into the next event. We're going to be seeing you live at the Pride Fest downtown in Middletown. Speaking of other cool shit that happens, Pride Fest is a wild time. If you've never been to Pride Fest in Middletown, it is the downtown is just transformed, and it's it's just one big like I don't know how to explain it like a, like a celebration, right? It, it's, it's it's amazing. It's it's, it's a combination sick. of a celebration and also um, just yeah, you know what? It's a celebration primarily. There's a lot of education looped into it and a variety of events to kind of highlight the LGBTQ plus movement and and just the history of it. But the parade and everything, it's just such a great energy. Um, so yeah, great segue. So I help out with the Middletown Pride Fest a little bit, and that is actually on Saturday, June 3rd. So June 2nd is the Arts Fest that evening from five o'clock to eight o'clock. And then the following day, all day long in downtown, um, there's 
the parade is kind of the big shebang, I guess. So that starts at one o'clock in the afternoon. Um, so there's a huge parade. There's a street festival. There's live music. There's concerts down on the green, um, you know, drag performances. It's just such a great energy. I think it was saying uh, it brings in about 30,000 people from outside of town in addition to the 50,000 residents that we already have here. So it is an insane amount of people that hit downtown all at once. It's huge. Um, it's huge. It's huge. It's yeah, absolutely so. huge. And it's dope that you're going to be down there. Down, we gotta, what do you mean you got to leave? Down on the street, just chilling? Like, what? what's your plans? Yeah, no. So actually, um, I was actually really stoked about this because prime real estate on Main Street is hard to get, even if you are a local business. So I am going to have the storefront open, which I'm a, just a little bit off the beaten path on College Street. It's still downtown. It's just not right on Main Street. So the store will be open. And then I'm also going to have a pop-up location. Sounds like a fish concert. <laughs> um, and then I'm going to have a pop-up shop on uh, Main Street right in front of Cinder and Salt. So right on the corner there where like Thai Garden is on yes. the corner of College and Main Street. So there'll be a sugar leaf pop-up location right on Main Street for everyone walking by. The store itself will be open. And then um, I play with the local politics. So I'll be marching in the parade with the uh, Democratic Town Committee. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah, very cool. Yeah. Yeah. And you're going to be there. Oh, yes. So I the mean, pop-up. Yeah, but I mean, listen, <laughs> I just, I don't want to steal the shine here. No, you're not you know? stealing the shine. But of course. So part yeah. of it is that pop-up on Main Street. I don't, uh, I don't know exactly where you want your locale to be, but like, well, you can talk about this part, like interviews on the street. That's right. We're going to be it. downtown. I got the, I got the, the wireless microphones and we're going to be doing little interviews with everybody on the street so you know if you're downtown stop by the sugar leaf pop up you'll see to be blunt there we're gonna be lit as fuck the whole time it's gonna be a fucking party so make sure you guys come down there chris are you taking over the town and speaking of taking over the town i know you have a big event coming up that's kind of hush hush right now do we are we, are we like is it okay to talk about this it is okay to talk about it, but okay. I do have to be slightly vague. Okay, um, slightly this vague. This is also super exciting. This is this is the this is the big finale here. So let's talk about this huge event that you're going to be putting together for August. Yeah. So this was very cool. So again, more more stuff that the city of Middletown does. They had an opportunity to apply for a grant to host an event that was open to the general public that kind of looped in other businesses and artists and they wanted something kind of like quirky and different you know they were just trying to look for basically other businesses to host it and facilitate it and do all the logistical work and they'd throw a little bit of money at you to do it um so i put forth an idea and it was approved which i think is fantastic so we are looking not even looking it is firmly august 5th so saturday august 5th uh, the time is what we're working out. Um, but yeah, you know, screw it. I'll just share it. Um, <laughs> it's going to be a it, name of it is is in, up in the air, but the way it was positioned to the city of Middletown, kind of a counterculture subculture type street fair. So it's going to be a block party type event <laughs> where we're going to have graffiti skateboarding um a local tattoo artist is going to have a pop-up shop with their prints and t-shirts and shit um uh, uh gl live glass blowing um did i say skateboard ram you did some of the local <laughs> businesses will pull out food trucks so those are some of the folks that are already committed to it we're still working out some of the logistical stuff um but again this will be open to the public free admission just kind of working out like the stuff with you know you gotta like work with the police department to shut down streets well, of and course like that. of so course permitting and all that jazz sounds like a lot um, of work it was approved with the grant, you know, or step in the right direction. Okay. Um, DJ Stephanie Rivkin, she's DJ Stephanie Stardust. Nice. She's very kick-ass. She'll be doing some DJ. You're going to be there doing more shit. I think I've asked you. I hope you're coming. <laughs> of course <laughs> I'm going to be there. It's downtown. I'm like a hop, skip, and a jump away. Come on. Like we are holding Middletown down together. We got this. Of course. But yeah, yeah, I'm so excited. So yeah, that was really cool. Um, Just because I had proposed like in my mind, some kind of crazy stuff. I was like, all right, we want to have like live fire on the street and we want to have skateboarders. Maybe you got the scoop guy come out. And, out. Maybe you got the scoop guy come out and make some scoops downtown on the street for your, for your festival. Right. <laughs> you know, so everything's fair game. I always say I'm like, you know, these, uh, 
I really like doing events that loop the cannabis community in with like main street type events. You know what I mean? I think it's my whole thing was it's hard to like, do the stigma. It's hard. To and do. It's hard to do sometimes. So really I, I, I try to like swirl as much as I can into it. But yeah, that's super exciting just because it was a grant and you had to apply for it. And yeah, I got the city's blessing. So You're killing it, yo. Congratulations, yo. Thank you. Throw you everything got, at the wall and see what sticks, you know? Yeah, well, I think this is sticking good. You guys can check out Kristen. I was say, for all three of those yeses, <laughs> there were like 47 ideas that fizzled out. That's not front. That's always <laughs> how it works. Check her out so, at sure. classic underscore Kristen on Instagram, Sugar Leaf Boutique CT. And if you want to keep up on all the events, that's how you're going to find out what's going on. Follow her. You guys, so many events you could be part of. If you're in the community, this is the place to be. Could be going down right in Middletown all summer, June third, Art Festival, June fourth, Pride Festival, August. We got we right. Am I right on that? Did I get that right? Uh, second and third. Second and third. Yeah. Second and third. Either way, that whole weekend's gonna be popping. The whole weekend. So make sure you guys turn up, you pull up, you get down there, and you follow Kristen to get all your information, all the events going down. Kristen, thank you so much. We will be right back when I come back. I got Mark Shepard patiently waiting. Thankfully, because I know we ran a little over, but I see him sitting there ready to go. So we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, Mark Shepard of Eddie Can. Don't go anywhere. It's to be blunt. If you ain't taking fat dabs right now, what the fuck is you doing? It's to be blunt. Okay, I'm stoned in the house and I'm in the house stone. Stone, stone in the house and I'm in the house stone. Stone, stone is a motherfucker in the house stone and I'm stone as a motherfucker in the house stone. Stone in the house, stone in the house stone. Stone, stone in the house, stone in the house stone. Stone, stone is a motherfucker in the house stone and I'm stone as a motherfucker in the house stone. I'm stone, stone, stone. In the house and I'm smoked out. Yeah. Big rips, now I'm feeling like I'm choked out. Uh. Both feet, so it needs to be poked out. Yeah. So high that it's seeming like I'm doped out. Whoa. I'm fresh, you slow. slow. Give me that blunt, watch you roll up some drove. Flipping them packs, I'm just going with the flow. Whoa. Greenhouse stack, I'm just watching him grow. Watching him grow. I need me a loud pack. Plugs late, so I give him a call back. Bags low, man, it's giving me flashbacks. Fuck that, watch a peasy just bounce back. Thick blunts, man, they looking like smokestacks. I'm high, so I'm ripping these stone tracks. Cold start, now I'm dabbing the thick wax. These packs, man, they larger than I max. Got everyone rolling. Big blunt smoking, how the hell you blowing? Fuck with me, nigga, act like you knowing. Get high, rapper, always be flowing. Okay, I'm stoned in the house and I'm in the house stone. Stoned in the house and I'm in the house stone. Stoned as a motherfucker in the house stone and I'm stoned as a motherfucker in the house stone. Stoned in the house, stoned in the house stone. Stoned in the house, stoned in the house stone. Stoned as a motherfucker in the house stone and I'm stoned as a motherfucker in the house stone. I'm stoned. The laughs are non-stop. <laughs> it's TV Blood with PZ. To be blunt. God damn. We're back. I gotta relight the blunt. First, let me introduce the guest of honor tonight. He is the co-founder and president. Of N-E-Pan. The event happens this weekend at the XL Center in Hartford, Connecticut. Both days, Saturday and Sunday, starting at 10 a.m. Let's bring him in. Mark Shepard, thank you for joining the show, Mark. Thank you for having me. Very excited to be here. I, I appreciate you uh, patiently hanging out backstage. We ran a little over, but I appreciate you hanging out and uh being here with us now i'm so excited to talk to you we have a lot to cover any can going down this weekend in connecticut how are you feeling about it right now well first of all i i gotta tell you i got your back i'm not gonna let you suffer in silence um it's it's shepard not shepard oh thank you <laughs> I'm, I'm fucking with you i'm fucking with you it's shepard oh <laughs> Dude, for a second, I swear to God, I was like, I can't believe I just did it again. <laughs> I will say, though, though it, it is just me can, not any can. But everybody says that, so I don't give a shit. So. Well, well I'll, call it, I'll call it knee can from now on. At, yeah. least you, at least I got that much right. Maybe we'll just call you Marky Mark. That's, that's, that's a good one, too. Wouldn't be the first. Wouldn't be the first. 
Well, now that we got those corrections out of the way, (laughs) NECAN happening this weekend. You guys have been prepping for it. You're just coming off uh, Boston, which just happened a month ago, not even. I feel like it just was so, so, so soon. It just happened. And I was, we were in the, uh, the award show. Everything was, it was awesome. And now you're just going from, from town to town in New England, state to state. How do you keep up with putting on these events, especially when they're so close to each other in date? Like that's a lot of pick up and move and go. Yeah, no, it, it really is. And actually, you know, we did the Boston show March 20th, I think, or no, March 10th. We actually just did Burlington, Vermont, May 6th and 7th. Um, and June 2nd and 3rd, two weeks after this, we're doing Illinois. Um, so this is a, this is a rough stretch. I always say, you know, 2023 mark would love to go back and strangle 2022 mark who put the schedule together and said, yeah, we can do this. no fucking problem i mean you would at least think you'd give yourself a, like a, a month or two like in between like you're like every two weeks here's an event here's an event here's an event i'm like yeah this it, guy's it, gotta it's be really stressed just a out COVID thing. things backed up so bad we used to have them more spread out now you just kind of got to take the date you can get so it's it's really had an impact on live events I, I can imagine now. Now I'm going to ask you guys a question: Running these events so close to each other, does, does that affect the turnout? It it really doesn't, and that's sort of the 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 main piece of our event model. That's a little different from most of the conventions in the industry. We really target um, the local community. So, like for this event, I'm not trying to bring attendees in from all over the country. I'm like. You really, there's not much for you here unless you either live in Connecticut or you're doing business in Connecticut. And so some people travel state to state, but we bring in a completely different audience for almost every show. That's amazing. So you, even though you're running so close, you're still keeping up with the demand and the location, which is awesome. You're not getting people traveling to the other states. You know, I, I think that's great. I feel like that's also very fucking stressful. Like that's a lot of work. How do you handle that? Well, you get high a lot. <laughs> Speaking but, of, oh, so, shit, I'll let mine go out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that is, that is a piece of it. But, you know, it, it really is just that thought process of, like, Connecticut's bootstrapping right now. And you're going to, you know, you read all the headlines. Oh, it's going to be $2 billion industry and all this shit. But, but it's not going to be a $2 billion industry if, if all the money is taken by out-of-state companies that just take the money in the tax company out. So these events are about get everybody from Connecticut in the room so you can see, look, you don't have to order your shit from Colorado, California, Washington. You get, you get guys all around you in Connecticut, do business together, learn from each other, and let's keep the money here. I just want to say thank God. I am so happy you said that because this has been a big thing we've been preaching about pretty much since like we went legal in Connecticut on this show constantly always spoken about is is just how difficult they've made it for anyone who lives in the state local with that that's just a small time farmer to actually get a piece of the pie they just handed it out to the big four and they were like here you guys can start first everybody else will charge like 80k for a fucking license and, and that's it and make it impossible for anybody to get in here so i think the idea of, of bringing the locals from these areas that you're running these events in and giving them time to shine. And like you said, show the state, pretty much stick it to the state say, Hey, we have some of the finest. And you, if you look around Connecticut, we have a lot of great people who know what they're doing out there. And not just when it comes to farming and not just growing weed, like all aspects of the industry, there's people out here who know what the fuck they're doing. And, and they're just, there's it, they've been cornered and pigeonholed to the point where there's no possible way they have a chance. That's what makes this event so great. So if you guys like if you're in Connecticut or any of these locations that these events run of, of NECAN and, and you want a chance to to shine in a, in a place where you don't get that shine then this is the, these are the people you need to hit up. These are the, the shows you need to get on because you're going to get a chance and you're not just holding them at them like any, like a small shop or a parking lot. This is, these are big arenas. Like this is, this is XL center. Like, in Connecticut, like this is like, if you guys don't know, XL center is a huge arena here. So like, it's not like you're just running these at small spot. These are big events with just a lot of opportunity. How many people do you expect to show up to these? You know, it's, it's always difficult the first year to predict. What I say is typically our shows are a mirror of the industry in the state. So, you know, obviously Connecticut's in its infancy. 
So, you know, if we have 1,500 people there, that's a really good show. And, and, and a lot of people think that's maybe a small number, but I show them, you, you were at Boston, we had 10,000 people there. Well, our first year was 2015, we had 800 people there, you know, so because the, the industry wasn't up yet. And right. that's, that's what we'll see is, and that's the thing, it's not, you know, it's not really like that kind of consumer, I don't want to say flea market, but bizarre kind of show where like just the general public comes in. There's not much there for the general public. It's, it's a gathering of the people that are like, I want to, I want to learn about the plant medicinally, or I want a career or an investment or a job, or I want to do business. So right now that is a small group of people. But getting them all together in a room with 130 exhibitors and 25, 30 sessions and 1,000 attendees, that's a powerful event for this, for this market. Not just, you, know, you mentioned the growers and the, and the people that do it. It's, it's huge on the ancillary businesses, too, because they're competing. Like if you're a local security firm in Connecticut, you, you've got people out in Colorado that have been swinging their dick like we're the cannabis security company for eight years. They're sitting on millions of dollars of cash flow. They can go, oh, they delayed, they delayed the rollout in Connecticut another six months? Good. That's six more local competitors that will go out of business while we sit on cash and wait to come in. And so it's huge for these local ancillary businesses to be able to get in front of people, meet the license holders, network with the people that can do business with and show their shit in front of these people. Well, now that you put it that way and you listen off what we can't find there, which is obviously we've already established this isn't like a, a bazaar. This isn't an event where you're going to be running around buying weed, smoking weed. But right. For someone who may have never been to a NECAM before, what can you expect when you walk in? Like, what kind of different type of vendors, and and, and what's the experience like? Sure, I mean, when you come in, if you you know if you've ever been to a to a B two B trade show, it's that same kind of thing. You get the big exhibit hall, and if you can imagine every single person, like if you had a licensed dispensary, every single vendor that you have to hire, you need you know you need software, you need AP, you need somebody who understands how to. Um, do taxes for cannabis, what the security regulations are for Connecticut. You need staffing, you need lighting, you need soil, you need everything for the grow, you need retail display experts, you need a marketing person. So everything in the cannabis industry, they're all there. Then you've got the people who are entrepreneurs, you've got the people that are looking for careers. Of course, you have a huge segment of people who are either investors or looking for investment. And then you've got two days of sessions. We have, I think, 25 different educational sessions covering every aspect of the industry from, you know, again, from medical to business to, to growing, just everything you would ever need to know if you wanted to get involved in the industry in Connecticut. That's amazing. That's amazing. So if you have any interest at all in getting into the business side, this is the place to be. Because we don't, we don't get these big events over here. Like, there's no MJ BizCon in New England. Like, there are all the big events like this. Uh, the, like the, all the cannabis trade shows, like we'll call them, I guess is pretty much what they kind of are. Like they, they happen like Midwest and West Coast. You don't see that out here, especially because East Coast is mostly in its infancy set, like you said. And like we're, it's also brand new from, you know, Maine down to Florida, regardless of how long they've been in it, it's still relatively new in comparison yeah. to, you know, the West Coast and, and the Midwest. Like we're just, it kind of just slowly worked its way across the country. So something like this is just absolutely dope and and here the thing is is like people who've never been and want to be part of it is there still a chance for them to get on there is it too too late to grab a table last minute i mean we probably have two spots left you know like two booths left um we did sell out the area that we have but you can always in, in our industry say there's always room for one more booth so you know if, if somebody wanted to reach out to us and say hey can you fit me in yeah we'd, we'd figure out a way to get in and we, we, one of the other things we do, I'm sure you've seen a lot of the other conventions, hey, it's a profitable business. They, they charge $6,000 or $5,000 for a boot. They charge three, 400 bucks to get in. We, and we, we make ours, again, it's a local show. We set the booth for uh, Connecticut, I think, at $900, and we made admission, 25 bucks. I don't want anybody to say, I was interested in the cannabis industry locally, but, but the barrier of entry to get into that event was too high for me. So we make it, you know, obviously – those national companies, we could charge them five grand for a booth. They pay it without asking what it costs, but we lose all the local businesses. Right. So we lower it down. We make it available to everybody. And yeah, somebody could still get in if they needed to. And 900 is a fair price for, especially for both days. Yeah. Like to 450 get, bucks a day to, 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 to get that much out of it and get that many people, people's eyes on your brand. You can't beat that. 
No, absolutely. And, and you, you know, we'll see what the potential is. Like you mentioned the other shows. Our show in Boston has actually become the second biggest B2B event in America. You know, MJ Biz is in a league by its own. Um, and then NECAN New England in Boston is the second biggest one. But again, it started in 2015 with 70 booths and 800 people. Yeah, and now it's grown to this. I mean, it's crazy. crazy. What's the what's the most difficult part about putting on events like this every year? Honestly, for me, because I'm an old fuck, the most difficult thing is is getting out and seeing your clients that all want to do after parties and stay up till one in the morning. I don't know if you in Boston you got out to see um Cypress Hill was playing at Royale and that party went till one in the morning. Well, you know, the, the, the convention opens at 10 the next day, but I got to be there at six o'clock in the morning. And, and by day, you know, by the second day, you know, you're there for set up this net. So for me, it's literally just keeping up with the after parties is, is the most difficult thing. Do you try to like make it to each one? <laughs> you got you know, you got to make an appearance, but you know, that's why I hung, I hire people younger than me. And I just be like, yeah, yeah, we were there. I must have been in the bathroom when they said hi to you. I could not. I don't know if I could do that, man. If I was out there from six in the morning till you know four when that closed and then hitting after parties, I'd be it's good cool. for one day. One day. I'll, <laughs> I'll give you the. I'll give you the old man secret though. No, nothing interesting happens from six to nine. Go crash. Get back up at nine. I I feel like if I crashed at six, there would be no getting back up at night. <laughs> you need a plan. You need a plan to get up. <laughs> You need somebody on you to get up, absolutely. And like an espresso at bedside for when I get up, along with a sativa of some kind, because I would be shot, man. I got to give you props. That's a lot. You put the events on. You got to deal with fucking vendors and and, and all the, the uh, astronomical amount of things that can go wrong. <laughs> you know, yeah, you, 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 you know, it's like they say when you, you know, you have a battle plan and then the battle starts and you throw the plan away and you fight. That's an event. You can every, the people get in. I'm a perfectionist. We're gonna have the perfect event. They go the second you blow the whistle and it starts, everything goes wrong and you just put out fires all day. No matter how well you pre-plan, you just can't. You can't plan for humanity. You just can't do it. That that's a lot. That's a lot. You must be consuming Halloween throughout the whole the whole weekend. It's it's good that when do I, I put it this way? I probably couldn't do this in a different industry. Doing it in the cannabis industry, they're the you know they're the nicest people, they're the most patient people, they're understanding. Um, and yeah, it's always like, can we just take a break and smoke for a minute? And you know, it's 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 certainly gratifying to be in this industry doing this job. That's that's pretty dope, man. That's pretty awesome. Uh, we got a couple of comments. I don't know if you want to take these. Some of them don't look like they're that great, so it's up to you. Sure. Terrific. All right. I got one that came up here to ask why they're partnering with Hawthorne in Vermont. I don't know anything about this. So this is me. I'm learning about this. And apparently there's an issue with this Jim Hajdorn who sold out their state to Monsanto. Do you know about yeah. this? Hi, hi, Caleb. We're actually not partnering with, with Hawthorne. Um, I think Caleb saw somebody with um, a lanyard that said Hawthorne, Hawthorne on it. And, and thought that we were partnering with them and they were sponsor. Actually, what happened is we, we last second, we created some um, hard lanyards for the exhibitors so that they wouldn't just have like an attendee wristband. Right. And um, Hawthorne had, had sponsored Boston like, I don't know, like four years ago and we had some leftover lanyards. I'm certainly not going to throw them in the, in the trash. I'm not going to produce new ones when we have leftover ones. So we had about, you know, we had the vendors put those on and, like I always tell everybody, nobody's nobody has to put on a has to put on a lanyard if you don't, you know, if you want to protest or, or 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 you know not support that thing and have it, put on a different lanyard. We don't we don't force force anybody to wear a lanyard. Gotcha. Well, there you go. So to answer that question, that was easy enough. <laughs> Shot that one down. Next question I got. Um, you said the price to get it was twenty five bucks. Is that is that ticket just for one day or is that the whole weekend? If not, what is the price for the weekend? And, you know, this is what we do in, in the smaller um, venues when we first start out. It's 25 bucks for both days, and it actually includes all the programming. When you get to a bigger show, you know, like our Boston show, you'll, you'll have a, a low, low price to just walk the floor, but then you've got to charge more for, this, for the programming. We're actually going 25 bucks, get you in both days. You can sit it on speaker sessions all day, do the exhibit floor both days, 25 bucks. Listen, this is that's a steal. That's a steal what you're getting. I mean, and how many vendors do we have for this year for, for Harvard? So just around 130. 
and 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 yeah, the people in the industry that you know I take advice from and I talk to because you know it's a very again it's a very friendly business. That's they all sit around the table. They go, you you you're killing yourself. You should be charging triple to get in. I'm like, I just want everybody to be here. I don't you know you know that's that's really the idea is get everybody in the door and then you have an event that works for everybody. I think that's a smart plan. I think that's great. And I, I really wish you the best of success. I think you have an awesome event coming up this week, and I'm so excited to be there. I'll be there on Sunday, so I'll make sure if I see you to say hi. Uh, hopefully you're having a stress-free, easy day, and hopefully you don't party too hard on a Saturday night at the after parties. <laughs> right on. Right on. Well, we'll see you there, I'm sure. And where can we get tickets at right now if we want to get them now before the weekend? Yeah, just hop on to NECAN.com. You'll see a, a, a link to get to the Connecticut event, and the tickets are right there. You just order them line and um, show up, type your name in, and uh, we'll print you out a badge, 25 bucks. NECAN.com. Can't beat that. All right, Mark, thank you so much for joining the show. I'll let you go. I appreciate it, and I wish you the best of luck this weekend. Thank you so much for having me on. I really appreciate it. Can't wait to meet you and the rest of the uh, Connecticut community. We're very, very excited to be coming down. Thank All you right, again. Mark, have a good night. Have a good one, man. Take it easy. When you can smell us before you see us, you know it's To Be Blunt Podcast. <laughs> First you get the money, money, then you get the loud pack, and then it just comes fast. Burn it, 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 Roaches in the tray, haters got a lot to say. Stone look at my face, haters gonna hate. I can smoke up all your weed in a single day. I got jars, I got bags, I got pounds of hay. Full bag, I ain't come to brag. Higher than a plane, feeling like I'm jet lagged. Watch me smoke it down, bring that bag back to me. Keep those sticking seats, going off the sour D. Yep. I need that loud quickly. First you get the money. Then you get the loud pack, and then it just come blast. Burn it, 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 burn Tired of these fucking wannabe copycats I'm back, I bet you thought that I would never make it Now I'm reaching for the brass ring, watch me take it I'm finna make it to the top, you just gonna fake it I'm watching money grow on trees, so I'm finna shake it My lyrics get you so high, you got anxiety Give me all the weed you got, like variety Stay high all day, fuck sobriety I'm in the upper echelon, high society taking fat dabs right now what the fuck is you doing it's to be blunt to be blunt podcast we are back good luck to mark for uh giving us that detailed rundown on the event going on this weekend at the xl center hartford connecticut knee can not any can knee can <laughs> anyways I got, I got, I got, I got, before we go off air, I got to rant about some shit, all right? For those of you who, who are familiar with me, or any song you've ever heard on this podcast has been from me. I write them all. I've been a recording artist since pretty much 2004. Uh, I've, you know, been on the radio, still get played on the radio here in 93.7 in Connecticut. I've opened for so many major artists from French Montana to uh, Jim Jones 
to uh, just oh God, of course I'm drawing a blank right now. There's just there's literally this like 20 plus artists that I have opened for Cassidy, uh, Jada Kiss, and pretty much everyone from the Locks uh, to the Mim Saigon. Uh, it just the list goes on and on and on and on, on and on. I I've done countless things here in Connecticut, and I would like to th- think that I was pretty fucking successful in doing so. Okay, so. Color me shocked when I find out I see a post online at the Connecticut Historical uh, Society Library and Museum or whatever, some fucking museum in Connecticut, put out this, 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 uh, what's the word I'm fucking looking for now? It was, uh, 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 God damn it, I'm so flustered I can't even think. Anyways. Pretty much what it is is when you walk in, they have like a bunch of boards up on a wall. It's like this big list of like all the Connecticut artists, right? And on this list, and I'm I'm reading through, and you would think there be there should be at least you know Chris Webby for fucking sure, right? I mean Chris Webby, uh, this guy's you know some very successful fucking artists all over the country, uh, globe I should say even not not in the list. Chris Webby's not in the list. What the fuck? Chris Webb is not on the list, but here I am seeing all these other local artists that, you know, some I've never heard of, some I have, and I've seen along the way on my travels and doing, you know, local shows and shit, and I'm thinking to myself, what the fuck? There's no, there's no Chris Webby. There's no Blink Money. There's no fucking Peasy. There's no, like, there's, and there's a lot of my friends that are around there. Yes, and I've worked with plenty of times. Young Guap, uh, Clockwise. Uh, there's, there's, a, there's a long list of people that I definitely have worked with. But but how, how are you going to, no, and I'm not, this might sound cocky. I don't even give a fuck. But how the fuck are you going to have a list of Connecticut musicians and not have my name on the goddamn list. How the fuck? I was literally grinding in this state, making, doing shows, making artists. I was, I was a, an audio engineer for how many people that came through my studio that I recorded songs for. Uh, the, the like the performances, everything. And you're gonna tell me? You're gonna tell me that there's 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 no peasy on the list? There's no fucking peasy on the list? This doesn't make any sense to me. No sense. I don't like I hit I hit on my boy Blink Money. This is a dude that I've done plenty of songs. You've seen him in a bunch of my music videos that I've played on here in the pre-show and whatnot. And I was like, bro, how the fuck is your name not on the list? And this dude Blink Money was doing this longer than I was. This guy is a fucking legend from, you know, out of Hartford. Fucking legend, Blink Money. Every artist in Connecticut knew who PZ and Blink Money were. <laughs> Every fucking artist knew who the fuck we were. And I, there, there's nothing, 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 like no, no, no credit. No credit for what we did. Like, see, this that's that shit, that shit fucking bothers me. It bothers me big time because there's no, absolutely no way. There's no way. There's no way, absolutely no way. That I'm I'm literally upset. I'm disappointed. I'm mad disappointed. Because it feels like to me that, my voice is getting harassed, but it feels like to me that all the work, the hours, the dedication, the grind that you put in for over a decade of my life Swept under a rug? What? 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 I want to know who the fuck made the list. I think that's my number one question: is who the fuck wrote this list? Where, the, where did they? Did they? Did the historical society come up with this? Like, fuck, man. <laughs> Two people. What's your name? Where you calling from? Yo, yo, who that is? Oh shit! It's Blink Money, Blink Money. <laughs> Bro, I was I was just talking about you. Oh really? Yes, I well, was just telling. 
what you was talking about? I was talking about how you're a fucking legend of the state, and it's an absolute fucking disgrace that neither your name nor my name is on this this master fucking list on display of Connecticut musicians at this fucking historical society museum in Connecticut. It's bullshit. <laughs> I mean, uh, it's funny how I even knew it, it even came out. How did it come out? You know, right, <laughs> Do exactly. you know? I mean, who, who, who who's running the board? <laughs> right. Who, who who are the people that sat down and made this fucking list? Uh, so supposedly it's uh, June Archer. I know June Archer has been in in the music business in the, in the state for a while. Who the fuck is June yeah. Archer? I don't even know who the fuck that is. And I've been on the state yeah. for doing music for almost fifteen years. <laughs> yeah, I, I, he, he was like early late eighties, early nineties, around there. He had a song uh, called. Ain't nothing wrong. Ain't nothing wrong with looking. As long as uh, you ain't touching. See, see, when you really know your history out here on some real shit, like I, I, you know, we're both we're, we're students of this, and and uh, I mean, you miss Cycle J, Eminem, like yo, you miss Phil Weatherspoon, like yo, you miss Chris Perry, you miss Peasy, you miss a lot of people, which you know, I, I really, I, I might like, yo, who, who how do really how the fuck is Webby not even on the list? Who? Webby. Webby. He he made the list. He did? He made the list, yeah. Ah, fuck, so man. Apparently I didn't read the list. A lot right. of people. Yeah, a lot. Yeah. So that's the funny thing. There's a <laughs> bunch of pages. And I, you only see it from certain people's pages because they're only recognizing their name. Well, I went through the P's, and I can tell you I'm not there. <laughs> You're not. <laughs> exactly. And that shit made exactly. me mad, yo. Maybe I was I upset. I mean, like, how? How? Like, how? How? I don't know, man. I, I don't know. How? I, I don't know. Dude, yeah, especially yeah. you, your grind, your story, dude. You were you were locked up. You came out. You spilled your life. On, on behind bars on paper and came out and, and recorded and put it on 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 wax for these people and and mm, no mm. respect no respect. Mm. Uh, I mean, you know, uh, it, you, you gotta understand, you know, the music we were making back then, like when I was really thinking about it, it it's just us. Uh you know, everything was street. We were we were we were radio. We were, we were making hits, I, but I'm not gonna say. That's how we fell under the radar, because I really don't know. I really do not know. Because a lot of people did, not just us. I know. It's a disappointment. I mean, I've, I'm reading through the list on these people's pages, and there's so many artists that I'm like, well, where's where's so where's, where's this person? Many. Where's this person? Where's this person? Where's this person? So per many. Where's all the people that when we were coming up, that you know, it's like it's almost like it's bro, the whole era bro. got erased. And, and it's crazy because, like you said, like we were really in the trenches. I mean, we were in the trenches where we were literally doing two shows a night. <laughs> literally, we'd have to split the group up so we could literally, tackle two bro. different states in one night and do performances. Literally, bro, like yo, like shows were not even a problem. <laughs> <laughs> Every weekend we were doing something. Every weekend we were out there, dude. We were I mean, killing you know, it. Two, three times a week, state to state. And there were always like you big know. shows. Like we were just oh, we we're opening for like all kinds of major artists. I don't understand how this went unnoticed. <laughs> you know, and again, not just us. You know, a whole bunch of people. So uh, it's like uh, my my man, man, Banger. You know, Banger, Banger. That's my boy. That's my brother. Like me, me and him, we was locked down. That was my celly for like. You see, people don't know the backstory to this, bro. Like, yo, this CT shit real, bro. Like, yo, there's a lot of backstory to this shit. It's true. You know? we, dude, we have to, uh, you we know, have to have like, you on and do a whole, we have to have like a whole episode about the back history. I, I, sw I swear to God. Like, like I was saying like, okay, cool. You know what? Let me take a step back and really look at it from a different angle. You know? Like, how you, like, look, PZ got his own podcast over here. Like, they didn't say anything about Zoe. Dude, Zoe should definitely be on the list you because how many they of those artists about, made him? About, listen, it's crazy. It really is because, like, if you took a different whole look at the whole scenario, you could say, you know what? Uh, now, how could we really monetize off of it? Right. 
Go ahead. We got you got an idea, bro? No, I was just saying, like, all right, cool. It's just, you know, what do we do now? <sighs> bro, I first off, I think we need to have we need to tell this story like on the show. We gotta get you in here so we can talk about the, the history of CT music. One, two. I, I, I like the idea we brought up last night about doing a show with everybody who didn't make the fucking list. <laughs> I almost think we need to keep that on the low. <laughs> oh, I'll, I'll scrub that. I, I, I swear, bro, because you know what? You know, there's a lot of people watching, and they, they act like they're not. Of course. Oh, dude, forget it. Yeah. Listen, if you yeah. listen to me, you m- I was going to let you know exactly what the f- about you. <laughs> how long like bro you how long like yo yo the backstory is so crazy how long did you you were on the show on 937 with the who was the dude yo the white boy used to be on there who holding hip-hop down Forever, and then he like went vegan or some shit. <laughs> oh, K Dub, K Dub, bro. <laughs> Katie's been on the show a few times, yo. He's a doctor hey, now. Yo, he went vegan. He's a doctor now. The dude's healing people, bro. He's been on the show quite a few times. Bro, on some real shit, yo. He was holding niggas down. He was, um, excuse me, he was holding everybody down. You, listen, you can say whatever you want. There's no filter on this show. I mean, I'm not. Yeah, gonna, yo, you can say whatever yo, the fuck you want. He was holding motherfuckers down. He was holding everybody down, right? Dude, him, Kid right. Fresh, bro, Kid Fresh. <laughs> Yo, listen, and it's just all right, cool, right? So, like, they they had Milo Chef on there. Me and Milo Chef got the same tattoo. Like, that's my brother. Yep, Milo's dude. That's like another the, great one. You forgot? I forgot about dude. That's nuts. That's no. The backstory is like we're all connected, bro. Like we're all connected. Like so, that's why I'm con- I'm confused. How you can miss? Certain ones that's like really plugged in now, you know, and 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 it's not about it respect. It's like Banger said. It's like yo, how are you gonna have it in a museum historical? You didn't really do your history. You didn't do your homework at all. You fucked up. <laughs> right, man. Right, right. So, so now it's like look at it a different angle. You know, how could we, how could we really like make this right? How could we. You know, really put a stamp on it, and I think it's really like claiming, owning it. Like, all right. Well, I think we have a lot of to discuss after this. <laughs> right. We got, right. we got, we got a lot to talk about after this, bro. For sure. Yeah, I really, we really, uh, we really do. You know, I, I know you got uh, some time to schedule. I know it's hard, me and you both. Yeah, but, but we got, we got to make, we got to get you on an episode, bro, and get you in here and talk about this. Yeah, shit. yeah, I see you in there burning it down, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> let me just validate one thing for everybody watching. As long as you know me, have I ever not been burning it down? <laughs> I, uh, you know, my my lips are sealed. <laughs> That's right. They don't call me the get high rapper for nothing. <laughs> uh, well, you know what? You always was that, and you was always the best at doing it. Exactly. Well, that goes that goes both ways, bro. So I tell you what, bro. Show, I got I got I got I got I got I got to push this off real quick, bro. I got I got to end the show, but here's what we're gonna do, you guys. Next week we're gonna have Ascended CBD on, so tune into the Instagram for more information about that. While well, I got my man Blink Money on the phone, Blink. I think we gotta leave the people with the classics. What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna I'm gonna bust out a little music video for my people to end okay. the show this way. PC and Blink Money. Fucked up. It's to be blunt. We'll see you next week. Peace. Blake Money Pharmaceuticals. Part two, I be the kid, Big Mike. You know this fucking voice, man. Peasy and Blake Money on this. Name of the drum right here is called Fucked Up. Ruler Season. Shout out to everybody overseas supporting the movement. Jamaica, Africa, Europe, Japan. Where you from? Fucked up. 
Off of the loudest, you got it, then we get it poppin' We get it poppin' I'm sippin', I'm trippin', and everyone know that there just ain't no stoppin' Just ain't no stoppin' I got it, you want it, just hit me with money and I give you problems Real talk, I'm ballin', you hatin', I love it, so I'm gonna just keep like crying. Let's go. Keep like crying. Give me that throw, roll another one, then pass me some more Everybody finna get high off the phone, I'm the get high rapper, you already know White boy blowin' that white girl, smokin' that white cuss when I turn up in the stack VIP with some big booty bitches and a whole bunch Man, 